Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Imagine that you're inside a vehicle or other machine is spinning around so fast that the force presses your body against the wall or seat. As you spin faster and faster, the pressure forcing you against the wall increases, and conversely, it decreases as the spin slows down. The weight feels just like the force of gravity that keeps your body grounded to the earth. If you're like many people, your most dramatic experience with this type of spinning force is probably from an amusement park ride, maybe the classic rotor ride that has produced a great deal of joy and, yes, vomit since the middle of the 1800s. But a handful of people, including astronauts and military pilots, experience the same phenomenon in a human-rated centrifuge, which is a machine that spins to produce these high G-forces, which can be summarized as forces that cause the perception of weight, like acceleration, deceleration, and quick shifts in direction, like on a roller coaster, aboard high-performance aircraft during high-speed turns, during launches into space— and when spacecrafts rapidly slow as they re-enter Earth's atmosphere. And like in these rotating machines. In a very real sense, this type of rotation produces gravity, artificial gravity to be precise. It provides weight to your body, a weight that your bones and muscles can't distinguish from the weight that Earth or another planet provides on account of its sheer mass. Consequently, for decades, science fiction writers have envisioned rotating spaceships that create artificial gravity for astronauts during the longest phases of space missions. These phases are when they are not extra heavy due to the ship accelerating to build up speed or decelerating in the atmosphere, but when they feel relatively weightless due to the craft coasting, negating the effects of gravity. Two examples of such artificial gravity in science fiction are the 2015 film The Martian and the 1968 film 2001 A Space Odyssey. The Martian features an interplanetary craft, the Hermes, with a large wheel-shaped section that rotates on its journey between Earth and Mars. You notice that up for the astronauts inside the Hermes is always toward the center of the wheel, while down, or the floor, is the outer rim of the wheel. In 2001 A Space Odyssey, Space Station 5 is a spinning station that generates artificial gravity equal to that of the moon's gravity. Apart from mere comfort, there are good reasons why we need artificial gravity on long-distance space missions. For one, experiencing relative weightlessness for long periods of time changes our bodies in ways that could be harmful when astronauts arrive at their destinations, such as an asteroid or Mars, or when they return to Earth. After some time in low gravity, bones lose mineral content, meaning they soften, becoming vulnerable to fracture. Muscles atrophy, meaning they shrink and weaken. Fluids shift toward the head and are also excreted from the body, causing changes in the cardiovascular system in the lungs. The nervous system is thrown out of whack. And in recent years, space medicine researchers have found what could be permanent eye damage in some astronauts due to the reshaping of the eye's lenses. Add to that research suggesting that gravity may be required for humans to have a normal pregnancy in space, and it seems almost like a no-brainer that any spacecraft carrying humans around the solar system should either rotate or have some part of the ship that does. So, are NASA and others researching this possibility? The answer is yes, absolutely. Since the 1960s, NASA scientists have been considering the prospect of artificial gravity by way of rotation. However, the effort, funding, and overall enthusiasm has waxed and waned through the decades. 
There was a surge in the research in the 1960s when NASA was working on sending people to the moon, though the budget for NASA at that time was nearly 5% that of the entire federal government, 10 times what it is today. While NASA has not emphasized research on artificial gravity over the past half century, scientists both inside and outside of the space agency are studying a range of situations. Mice spinning in a small centrifuge aboard the International Space Station survived with no problem, and Earth-bound humans are learning how to adapt in spinning rooms. For example, the DLR Institute of Aerospace Medicine in Cologne, Germany, is home to the DLR Short Arm Centrifuge, Module 1. It's the only one of its kind in the world researching the effects of altered gravity, especially as it pertains to health risks that occur in microgravity. And the University of Colorado Boulder is studying ways to design revolving systems that could fit in a room of a future space station or moon base, Astronauts could crawl into these rooms for just a few hours a day to get their daily dose of gravity. But if the need for artificial gravity is so clear, why bother with research in space or on Earth? Why don't engineers simply get to work designing spinning ships like the fictional Hermes? The answer is that artificial gravity requires a trade-off because all that spinning creates problems. As on the rotor ride, moving your head while you're spinning that fast causes nausea. It impacts the fluid in your inner ear and any other body parts that you move while you're in a rotating environment. And that nausea and disorientation worsen the faster you rotate. That is, as you increase the number of revolutions per minute, or RPMs. And the amount of artificial gravity that can be produced depends on both those RPMs and the size of whatever is rotating. To experience a given amount of gravity, for example, one-half the usual amount that you feel on Earth, the length of the radius of rotation, that is, the distance from you standing on the floor to the center of whatever is spinning, determines how fast you need to spin. Build a wheel-shaped craft with a radius of 738 feet, that's 225 meters, and you'll produce the equivalent of normal Earth gravity, known as 1G, rotating at just one revolution per minute. That's slow enough that scientists are pretty sure that nobody would get nauseated or disoriented. Other than the floor being a bit curved, things aboard such a craft would feel pretty normal. But building and flying such an enormous structure in space would entail a lot of engineering challenges. This means that NASA and any other space agencies or organizations likely to send people around the solar system in the future must either settle for a lower amount of gravity, a faster rotation, that is, more RPMs, or both. The moon has a surface gravity of about 16% that of Earth's surface, which makes it a great place to research the effects of low gravity. But there are no laboratories on the moon. Yet. There simply isn't enough data to know how much gravity humans may need for long-term space missions or in-space colonies, which means more research is needed, as is data on how much rotation humans can reasonably tolerate. Today's episode was written by David Warmflash and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other heavy topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.